Hello, listeners. This is Michael J. Durkin, sometimes known as MJ Durkin, and welcome to The Profitable Contractor, the podcast where we teach you how to develop a profitable contracting home services business. If you are here, I'd like to say welcome, and if you are here, you are probably an owner of an HVAC company, a plumbing company, maybe you do both, maybe you are the owner of an oil business, you're a service tech, you are related to, you are involved in the great industry of HVAC plumbing and, uh, and the home services business, helping people to have more comfort in their home, have their homes run better, solve problems, solve challenges, and you are in that business. So welcome because on this podcast, what we focus on is helping you to develop areas of your business where you can create a very high profit margin and also at the same time give great value to your customers and help more people. Let me tell you that we are not shy here at The Profitable Contractor about talking about making money. Uh, One of our goals here at The Profitable Contractor is to help you either build a career or to build a business uh, that um, makes you a lot of money. If you're building a business, that it turns your business um, into an asset uh, that can be passed on to future generations um, or uh, can be sold uh, in the open market to, uh, uh, let's say, finance your uh, golf, <laughs> fishing, hunting, um, uh, Harley riding, or uh, whatever you uh, aspire to do in your, uh, uh, in your later years without people clamoring uh, and, uh, and asking you to come to work every day from 6 in the morning till 6 at night. Uh, In this episode of The Profitable Contractor, we're going to be talking about, our title today is Turning Acid Water into Cash, How to Teach Your Service Techs to Turn Over Leads. Wow, a very, very exciting topic. And in the state that uh, that I live in, which happens to be Connecticut, and we have clients um, uh, all over the country, was working with one of our our, uh, HVAC and plumbing companies in California, uh, the other day, obviously through Zoom, uh, but uh, but in Connecticut, I was I was doing a presentation for a company that's in the oil business uh, today, and I was reminded of one of my slides, which said that 85% of Connecticut residents um, get their water from community uh, water systems or from city or municipal uh, water systems, and I was talking to them about the amazing um, opportunity. Uh, with that's like three million people on city and municipal water that are dealing with issues like high chlorine, sometimes high hardness, um, and uh, this. I mean that market is just uh, it, when when you learn how to sell in the city water market. I mean it is just a a profit generating machine, and it's a great place that we recommend that you focus your efforts because uh, treating city water is some of the uh, easiest water to treat. Uh, gives the customer complete satisfaction, and uh, you have very, very few callbacks. I mean, literally almost zero callbacks with city water. The trickier water, of course, is the um, uh, is the rest of the water in in uh, in the Northeast. You know, Connecticut, New York, New Jersey, uh, Massachusetts, um, uh, which is the well water. And if you look in Connecticut, that's only fifty only fifteen percent 
of the people in, uh, in Connecticut have well water. And yet, let me say this about well water. It is an incredibly profitable, high-margin market to be in because well water, uh, as uh, beautiful and pure as it is, tends to create a lot of problems for the homeowner. So I wanted to start with a little, little story and then tell you a little bit about uh, turning acid water into cash, how to teach your service techs how to turn over leads. So when we work with a client, we typically uh, will spend time uh, at the client's location and we will train salespeople, we will go over marketing, we will look at the customer relationship management program, and we are consultants to help our clients to increase their advertising and um, their marketing uh, within their own customer base um, by using emails, by using uh, different marketing methods that we've developed to uh, connect with customers. But one of the things that's often overlooked is the ability of the service techs, the service techs to be uh, in people's homes and as they're in people's homes, guess what your service techs are seeing? If they're plumbers, if they're HVAC technicians, if they're in the oil business, if they're oil technicians, um, they are usually involved with discussions with the customer uh, and um, they in inevitably, uh, uh, discussions turn to the water and the issues that are happening with the water. So I walked into a customer's office today, and one of the, the, he's the large HVAC company, and the comfort, comfort advisor, I love that term, the comfort advisor um, says to me, he comes up to me, and he's holding a bag uh, of, it's got two sample bottles in it, and it has what we call a water analysis data form in it, and he's waving the thing in my face, and he's going, you know, the best thing that ever happened to us was six months ago, you came in here and taught our techs how to draw water samples and bring these water samples into us. And, and, I, and I laughed and I, I said to him, I said, why are you so excited? He says, well, he says, now that you've got the techs really focused on taking water samples, he says, I'm getting two to three leads per day of people that have got tremendous pain, tremendous issues, and he said, and they already love us. Now, I'm about to say something very, very important to you. If you have a business that's been around 10 years, 20 years, 30, 40, some of you have had family businesses that have been around for 50, 60, 70 years. What this comfort advisor is saying to me is genius. He's saying to me, look, our service tech is there. Because they're a plumber or an HVAC tech, they see the problems that the water is causing, and then they're kicking back highly qualified, highly motivated leads. Wow, I never said it that way. That is a great way to say it. Highly qualified, and they, these are highly motivated buyers, and they have the one thing that all salespeople have trouble building especially if you're a branded water treatment company like Culligan or Connecticut or some company that just sells water treatment, that the problem that the salesperson has is developing trust. But if you're already in the customer's home, I want to say something very important to you. Do not miss this. You already have the trust. You're already there 
solving problems with their, their heating system, with their cooling system. You're doing uh, annual maintenance. Uh, you're doing pan treatments. You're doing preventive maintenance. My gosh, these people love you. If they love you and they're having water problems, why would you hand that business and profit over to somebody like, like a, a branded water treatment dealer? Why would you do that? You are there in the home as a trusted advisor. Your comfort advisors are building relationships with people. And I'll talk in a future podcast about how your comfort advisors or your, your salespeople can, can build a, um, a, a, a PowerPoint of testimonials uh, that will just, uh, will, will just sell at the kitchen table oh, every single day, every single night. Even on Zoom, uh, your uh, comfort advisors, your salespeople, your water treatment salespeople, your HVAC salespeople, uh, they should be selling a, a ton of equipment, by the way, at a very, very high margin. Remember, water treatment is a specialty business. Uh, and once the customer trusts you, um, look, you, you can offer it. This is the price that we have. This is the price in our book. And this is what we get. Uh, and, and it is a very high margin. Uh, if you want to build a water treatment division that's doing, uh, we, we consistently do this for our customers, help them build a water treatment division that does a million plus in water treatment with a very high EBITDA, uh, and, uh, and some really, really, obviously, to do that, you've got to have some great margins. So the comfort advisor is, is, is waving these, these bottles in this, this water, what we call a water analysis data form, in my face, and he says, I love that you taught our techs to do this. Now, along with the data form, here, here is the, the invoice. This is the invoice that the plumber uh, leaves with, the, with the, the form, all the information, and the data. All right, here we go. Leak in ceiling over basement kitchen. Found hot water line rotting and le leaking from kitchen sink above kitchen sink. From kitchen sink above, excuse me, above basement sink. Cut out and replaced section of leaking pipe with PEX plastic piping and fittings. Test and inspect, no leaks. Customer already has a water softener installed by others already. Darn. My guy should have put that softener in. They had a water test done a couple of years ago. pH on water was 6.2. Took a new water sample pre-treated before the water system and a sample post-water treatment. And um, let's see, hourly cost, uh, material cost. That, that person, uh, that, this homeowner, uh, happened to be in Connecticut, paid $277.31 and they paid for that service call. And, uh, uh, and, and the lead has now been turned over to the comfort advisor. Now, I want you to understand something about acid water. If you're in the plumbing business, if you're in the HVAC business, if you're in the oil business, your techs are going to tell me, or you're going to tell me as an owner, you've seen water cause all kinds of problems like water that corrodes pipes and causes leaks. Nothing gives you a higher qualified, more motivated buyer than acid water. Now, if you're new to the water business, here's what acid water is. Acid, acidic water is water that is uh, under 7.0. So quick pH lesson. pH, by the way, the pH of water means the potential of hydrogen. 
So the potential of hydrogen, the scale goes from 0 to 14. 7 is the neutral. Anything above 7 is considered to be very more alkaline. Anything to the left of 7 is more acidic. When the water starts to get below 6.5, 6.4, and here's another interesting thing, if there is a lot of carbon dioxide in the water, CO2, which is almost impossible to test in a lab, you pretty much have to test CO2, carbon dioxide, that's a whole other module we'll do it another time, at the kitchen sink. If you have water that is causing green and blue stains in the fixtures, you have literally what that is, is that's the copper coming off of the pipes. And if you're in the plumbing business, or you're in the HVAC business, or you're in the oil business, you see this all the time. And you're always, and you've probably got a good repair business in repairing um, uh, uh, plumbing that is being destroyed by water. Remember something about water. Water is a universal solvent. And the quality of the water is going to determine the quality of the appliances. As a matter of fact, one of my great clients says, change the quality of your water, change your life. Change your water, change your life. And so this plumber um, uh, replaces this leak. By the way, how devastating are leaks? You know, I, one of the things I said on one of my podcasts is that I, I said, you, you want to understand if you're in the plumbing business, understand that leaks are bad. <laughs> My highly technical term, leaks are bad. Well, leaks are bad, especially when they happen in ceilings, especially when they happen three days before a holiday, especially when they happen in a foundation, especially when they happen in a wall, especially when a, a pipe uh, has a pinhole leak in it and uh, you're, you're away for a week on a cruise and the pinhole leak uh, just fills up a, a, a finished basement and floods it out. You've all seen this damage. Homeowners are paranoid about the damage that leaky pipes can cause. Remember, the title of our, our quick episode here is Turning Acid Water into Cash, How to Teach Service Techs How to Turn Over Leads. So obviously, in the consulting that we do at the Durkin Group for our companies that are in the home services business, we have proprietary marketing systems, we have what we call a proprietary bottle program, and we, we teach companies how to develop these programs. We, develop, we have scripts. We, have, we teach the service techs how to actually bring up the subject, get the water samples. And my comfort advisor, you know, what he's doing is by, by showing me these water samples and this invoice, he is, he's saying, I love these highly qualified highly motivated buyers. Think about the extra revenue, the extra commission, the extra work that can be generated because this company uh, and the companies that we work with are turning acid water into cash. There's a lot, believe me, when you, when you say to the customer, uh, let's, let's read from the invoice again, leak in ceiling over basement kitchen, found hot water line rotting and le leaking from the kitchen sink above a basement sink. So we, got a, we have a customer that you're literally, you can, the service tech can take the pipe, show the customer the, the rotted pipe from, and say to the customer, this I think is because of a water problem, 
let me take a water sample, bring it back to our comfort advisor, and let's uh, have them talk to you about the quality of your water and see if we can prevent this from happening again. Did you want to prevent this from happening again? Do, is it okay for me to take a sample? Now, there's some scripting, there's a way to get into the conversation, and also you have to have a very good, what I call a water analysis data form, which leads the customer through a series of questions that will help the comfort, comfort advisor to know how qualified the lead is uh, and, and, um, and how good the lead is, but that, that can all be put together. So I'm going to give you a quick, three quick things that you teach your service techs to do. Number one, we teach your service techs to look for the signs, and they need to know what certain um, uh, issues uh, that they, they need uh, to look for. They need to look for certain signs, certain colors, um, certain um, problems with piping that will indicate certain water problems. And there's about four or five different colors that you'll see on pipes inside of a coil, on a heat exchanger, on a heater element. Um, and we teach the, you want to teach your service techs to be right there looking for the signs that the water is causing a problem. Very important what I just said. Teach your service techs how to look for the signs, find a water problem, and then be able to uh, understand that. I'll talk about that in a minute. Number two, you've got to develop some kind of a, what I call a bottle program or a lead generation program, and that really needs to be done um, with some skill, with some expertise, because you don't want to appear like you are harvesting leads or you're hawking leads or that you're on the prowl for leads. Um, uh, this is not about trying to get people to do things they don't want to do. Um, this is about helping people with leaks and ceilings and walls and basements and floods and problems, pe problems that people want to avoid. So you want to have some kind of a, uh, a lead generation program that you can capture a water sample or you can uh, call the, the, um, uh, the comfort advisor right there while you're on the job and have them come out and do the water test. Remember, we also, in our consulting, we teach you what water test kits you should use, how to interpret those tests, and then how to build the solutions uh, to uh, solve those problems. And number three, uh, one of the things that you're going to have to do is educate your uh, technicians uh, on some water quality basics. Because I'm going to say something very important to you right now. Your plumbers and your techs will not talk about water if they don't understand it. Uh, I was with one of our clients in New York a couple weeks ago, and he said to me that the apprentice program in plumbing, in order to get like a, you know, a, maybe a contractor's license or the, 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 the serious master license, you know, it's an eight-year apprentice program. Well, in eight years, when a, when a, when a tech gets an, an eight-year license, uh, they're you know, they're, they're pretty easy to talk about and willing and to talk about things that they know about that they've learned over eight years. But I can guarantee you something I've learned about techs over the years is if they don't understand it, they won't bring it up and they won't talk about it. And that's a problem with water treatment because a lot of people are scared of it because of the chemistry and they don't think they understand it, so they won't talk about it. By the way, this is one of the reasons why we train your technicians, and we have a series of ways that we can train them. We can set up a, a private podcast for you so that 
The podcast can train your techs so that they understand the water problems uh, and they can talk about them intelligently. So turning acid water into cash, um, how to teach your service techs to turn over leads. Uh, let me say, there's, there's gold in them bar hills. There's gold in that well water. I love city water. City water is a much better, uh, easier market to work in, uh, and it can even be more profitable, but there's nothing like uh, a lead where somebody says, hey, I don't want my ceiling to leak over uh, into, into my finished uh, basement kitchen. Um, how can we prevent this from happening again? And then why shouldn't your company, the HVAC company, the plumbing company, or the oil company, why shouldn't you provide a solution? You already know the great work that you do. You already know the great service that you give them on their heating and cooling system, uh, on, on, uh, on, on any of the home services that you provide. Why would you not want to also uh, help them to, to change their water, change the quality of their water, and change the quality of their life? So uh, as always, I so enjoy doing these podcasts for you. Hope you're learning something. Uh, really, really appreciate the opportunity to speak with you. This is Michael J. Durkin, MJ Durkin, uh, the host of The Profitable Contractor, and we'll see you on the next podcast.